0: Sir. Hello, sir. How are you? Doing all right. How are you doing? I'm
1: good, thanks. Manchester is yeah. purple. We're back. Yeah. We're back. We're back. back a little bit early too because uh my festival ended up getting canceled this weekend. Terribly. Right. Kind of a Terrible. bummer. Yeah, really big bummer, but that's okay because I get to watch City live. Hmm that was good, and I got to watch United lose. Oh, t- well, I didn't get to watch them, but <laughs> I, got- I got to and enjoy that. So, where should we start this week, my friend? I, I think we should start with the blue side. What's C- okay. City,
0: big win on the road. We talked last week about a tough stretch coming up with Chelsea away and then Liverpool away next weekend, and then PSG during the week in Champions League. So, first test past for city yeah
1: yeah big obviously i mean i think he just played very very well they looked very hungry they, they wanted did. that game really bad i think pep you know set it up tactically great Rodri coming back in the side uh playing the uh the pivot is he played excellent game. it was great setup is going to really take them through the next couple of games and I think uh, I think this is the city that you're gonna see probably for most of the rest of the year. I think they're really gonna start turning the screw and putting a little pressure on teams now in the next uh, you know few months we'll see if they can create any space off the table. Just a great game. Big big time coming back in um Americ Laporte came back in that yep. was really big. We were talking about how he was injured and uh, and Stones was injured and uh, probably be Nathan Ake, but really good that Laporte came in. He played really well. Could have got himself a goal in the second half. Um, and, I, I mean, it's just it's hard to start with where we even had a bad player in there. Everyone was not. I think he uh, didn't get as many touches. He was playing the false nine. So yep. he didn't get as many touches and could Though he did a great job of pressing and he did have some good flicks in there um and i guess we can talk about the the jesus goal because jesus was he was okay he he, he was okay in that first half and he managed to get a get a little bit of space off of the scuff ball by Cancelo. he was trying to shoot it from range and uh, he just kind of managed to wriggle away from jorginho and kind of stuck it in the net with that little deflection in there and you kind of got yeah. lucky. And that's kind of what we, we needed in, in that game to break it open right there. Right place, right time. That's what it's all about sometimes. Yeah. Well, he, he did some pretty creative footwork and uh, he, you know, he caught a break. We had a chances for a couple other goals. Mendy is a, is a pretty good keeper at a few good stops and still the uh, clock saved it off the line one time. So we should have had probably a couple more in there, but, that's a big goal for Jesus uh, to get in a big match. And he doesn't care that there is a deflection. He'll take it either way. Um, but also got to talk about how good Bernardo Silva was. Complete box-to-box midfielder, just going back and forth, flying everywhere. is Yang, yep. he looks like the player that he was in 2018-19. If he's going to retain this form and, uh, you know, you're going to see a lot of him and Kevin De Bruyne in front of Rodri for the next, you know, couple of months, if he can it's a, it was a very good win by Sid, and all around g- good play. We w- we did a really good job. Ruben was excellent wearing the cap, uh, came in and, and shut Lukaku down, who was not playing well. I think I sent you a test the match Kaku was well, his link up play, his hold up play was not great. So that yeah. was a, uh, that was really big. And I think Ruben had a big part with that. So I think, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of high marks to, pitch for the city team and uh you know it was only one nil but it could have been more city were, i mean uh chelsea were pretty negative with their setup and uh oh they tried to pack it in a little bit deep but that did not work and city were city were very good
0: yeah i was gonna say that was my big takeaway for chelsea is their home i know you're playing city but tuga usually rolls out like a a 3 4 3, or, or something a little bit more attacking, and it was disappointing at home to see them revert to 3 5 2. And they also got unlucky because Reese James got hurt, um, correct almost at the end of the first half, too, which brought on Thiago Silva, pushed uh, Aske, yeah, the equates out
1: wide. So, yeah, that's had a little bit of <clears throat> excuse me, yeah. The Reese James, a strong player for Chelsea, so um, that was that that might have had some uh. Some effect on the game, but I, I think uh, they had they played. I think it was a uh, Kovačić and Conte and Jordan. All yeah. three kind of role. And It's Very it negative. Was, it, it, yeah, so I mean, I think Chelsea probably felt the pressure a little bit, and they had won the last you know whatever it was. I think four games against us, and I think City did a great job of just you know like we were talking about how forgetting about that South Ham game, they did really good against. Uh, then I think uh, just continue the ball rolling and it should have been a couple more goals and we'll see how the midweek game pans out, but I think they will be really confident going into uh, the Liverpool game as well after seeing Liverpool give up three goals to Brent Brentford yesterday.
0: I think so too. It'll be interesting to see if Pep rotates because he has, he's definitely has, you know, he has more options in midfield. Um, and he also has more options up front to rotate, right? You look at the bench. Yeah, got... well,
1: I think I think you'll see. I think you'll definitely see uh, Mares come in uh, for sure midweek. I would be really surprised if he didn't come in. Um, Sterling or Ferran will probably play midweek as well. And you you might give Jack Relish uh, the the midweek off, although he's you know new to the Champions League, so he's probably going to want to play that. But uh, you're right, yeah. there probably will be a little bit of a rotation in there. Um, I think Gundogan is hurt right now. So he is. Even Fernandinho would uh, come into the side. Uh, but he's going to be used, I think, a lot uh, more sparingly now, although I said he might be the guy in Europe. So we'll see what happens. He might. He might. And another interesting thing that's
0: kind of caught my eye with City the last couple of weeks is, especially this one, Um Farron Torres on the bench, he had a pretty hot start to the season the first couple weeks and and he's been quiet, not starting as often. I know Jesus has been doing well, but interesting that pep went with Foden uh, at false nine instead of Torres or even Sterling.
1: Yeah. You got to think it was tactical for some reason. You figure, um, you know, uh, Phil is a little slicker with his one, one touch passes can probably move it a little bit better for a little bit score poacher making runs in so i think it was a tactical thing by uh by pep week or for on play in that in that role uh in the nine role midweek against so that's uh that's a that's an interesting to call to see how he's going to go with uh up front
0: um the other thing too is limited um options in terms of rotation actually almost no options i don't think Pep's gonna feel comfortable rotating either kyle walker or, kyle Cancelo walker, or for one of up. the young guns they're gonna have yeah. to play against psg and then liverpool too so hard week for them
1: yeah that's gonna be a, a couple of uh, good matches but again i think uh i think men- mentally this that was a huge for them to to win the way that they did i think mentally that's huge for them and they're gonna carry that momentum through i think uh I think it's gonna be a game against Paris. We'll see. We'll see how they can do against it. I know Messi was training, I think. or I know he was injured a little bit and they were saying he might not play, but uh it's gonna be a great game in Paris. So Yeah. We tough. will uh, we'll see. Hopefully hopefully City can walk away with uh at least a draw. It'd be great to go there and get one point and then if we could take three points in uh in Merseyside next weekend would be nice. What's interesting too is, um, city only, I'm just looking ahead
0: at their schedule city have two home matches out of one, two, three, four, five, six, two out of six matches at home in the month of October. Correct. So, I mean, not that they're a bad road team, but that's, that's a, a lot of games away from home.
1: Yep. That means we will have a lot of home games though. And, uh, coming to that that harder period though that's true november almost every match is home only two yep. away matches in
0: november so yeah it makes so difference.
1: That, that, that that all evens out in the end i think uh, i think again the, like we said i think this is a big if we can take even a point at liverpool we'll be very happy um because now i think they're only one point up on us on the table uh at liverpool i think we'd be re- but I, th- I think uh, I think they go over there for the win. We'll see if there's any injuries, of course, over the uh, midweek. But I think they'll go there looking to to win that game, especially with uh, the defense of Liverpool not looking so 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 great right now. Yeah, I mean
0: Liverpool is still only up by a point, and they came off a, a tough three three draw away to Brentford, which I don't think many people saw that coming, especially that scoreline no. too. So they'll wanna they'll wanna get one. It was an exciting match. Did you watch? Did you watch that match? I did watch that one. That was a fantastic match.
1: Yeah, so, that was good. They, that was uh, that was exciting. They Bradford just kept clawing it back, and uh, yeah, it was, that was fun to watch. It was good to see Liverpool. That
0: was that was nice. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. Uh, I know we're early days on the season, but um,
1: topsy turvy in the top four or five already. Um, yeah, so, there'll, there'll be some there'll be some movement, but I do think uh, I do think City are going to go on a pretty good run away games.
0: It's uh it's nice to see that there are very few uh, actually now that United has it just lost to Villa the only unbeaten team now is uh is Liverpool which Liverpool I correct. feel I feel like says something um only six six match weeks in because there's no clear standout yet besides you know I wouldn't say Liverpool is a standout they have two draws but open season for that title.
1: Yeah, no it's uh it's it's One kind of thought and felt that way a little bit at the beginning of the shot at it, even though he had won the title last year and had you know did a pretty good job of winning it. We know they lost to Chelsea. We know Chelsea got Lukaku, uh, and we knew that. Well, we didn't know about Harry Kane staying with Tottenham, but we knew we knew that it would be a uh, a very interesting and very chance to have a lot of, and even with United having a lot with their all their new signs we knew they were going to have a lot of chances to be a very close race up there. And I think it'll continue to be close for a little while. I think we really won't have really good judgment until maybe after the transfer window.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, all in all great win on the road for city to start that tough yeah. stretch. Like we talked yeah, about.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, I think the main point we take of that is that city are serious about they're going to go for the jugular in the next set of games. I think they really felt you know, the Southampton game was just a game, and I think they're going to come back. And uh, I think it's big that Bernardo Silva well, – I didn't even get to mention Kevin De Bruyne was not the most uh, impressive player on the pitch yesterday. He was uh, yes. off, actually. And just, uh, just the rumors we've talked about, I, I brought it up once, but all the rumors over the winter of Bernardo wanting to leave or, or Jesus wanting to leave, those two players are showing, again, that they're so quality – um, or at least Jesus, you know, he's scoring and putting the ball in the net, and he was doing a great job from the wing. So they're showing how quality they are. I'm glad we didn't lose either player. Um, but especially Bernard, I think he's a great midfield player. Paid a uh, paid a bunch of money to get in from Monaco, and I'm I'm glad that he did not leave. I think it was tough for him. He was locked in Manchester during the whole uh, lockdown and everything, and hopefully yep. now that the world is getting back to its normal self, he uh he can. He can also get more time on the pitch, too. So. And maybe that'll, that'll lead to, some, uh, but big to, that'll burn lead to a new data. contract. Yeah, he th- does have two years left, so we'll be seeing next year what they want to talk about with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting times, as always. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was a good win for the – tough day for the red side really tough day not 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 a nice day at all kind of the opposite of cities
0: yeah i mean uh, i got a lot of talking points on this one so
1: i mean i'll, you should I'll start have. with you should have. are we going to start I'll... with ole how long does he have left what do you think you know can how many results can go like this what do you think i it's... i'm up to why don't you get it let's, let's address that after why don't you talk about your thoughts well so my first thought is
0: I, I expected United to win this game handily. I respect Villa coming in and setting up the way they did with a three five two. And, and yeah, Dean Smith putting Ollie Watkins and Danny Ings up front. They came to attack, they weren't gonna sit back. And they didn't. Um Matt Target missed a sitter um in the first he had, fifteen minutes. Yeah, a easy setter. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean what? he skied it. Luke Shaw was way out of position. Um so Uh, He let Matty Cash in behind, and and Juan bissaka didn't pick up target at the back post. But I think that first and foremost, United had 28 shots this match. 28, which for a team to score nothing with 28 shots is pretty crazy, but the important stat is four of them were on target. And most of those shots were blocked, actually. Uh, Courtney House... Um Tyrone Mings, uh Ezra Consa, the three center backs for Villa did a great job. And I'm pretty sure that it, it may maybe it just felt like this, but Mason Greenwood had like 10 shots himself. But you you saw the rawness a he little was, bit still he was, he was selfish, he was very selfish, Mason Greenwood. Very, very selfish. I mean, you know, he could have picked out either uh Bruno or Cristiano Ronaldo a couple of times and he went for it himself and that's still the part of his game that he needs to to develop a little bit more. He's coming in off the off the right. He's got the pace. He's got the dribbling. He's got everything, yeah. but he can't just shoot every single time. He's, yeah, he's decision forced it. making. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, and I he's think the-
1: that's why Pep held held for a lot of time. Decision making. How his decision making had to be better in the in the final third, even though he was a good player. Kind of the same situation. You got to make. Very good decisions in the final third, especially when you're playing with senior players, with uh, with the likes that he's playing with Greenwood.
0: Yeah, I mean it's the equivalent of the guy you know on your basketball team who's jacking three pointers from the midcourt <laughs> line, so he can't just keep doing that. <laughs> um, the Green other thing I'll say,
1: say.
0: yes, <laughs> <That was>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tend not to blame Ole only because of the fact that he didn't have all three substitutions to be able to impact the game. He got unlucky with the fact that Luke Shaw went out early in the second half had to be replaced. And then same thing with Harry Maguire. So you had come on.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of flip-flopped a little bit. City were a little bit worried about their defenders last weekend. We got a, an injury boost. You guys have had an injury boon to you guys actually over the last, uh, in that game?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I thought this was going to be a perfect opportunity for somebody like Jesse Lingard to come on in the second half or, or Jaden Sancho. And unfortunately, with Lindelof having to come on for Harry Maguire and then Dallow coming on for Shaw, that limited him to only one real attacking substitution, and that was McTominay coming off and Cavani yeah. coming on. Um, yeah. It was just unfortunate. I, I feel like. It, Villa dominated the midfield
1: with their five against McTominay and Fred. I can't I just don't understand. You guys have to go get another defensive midfield. I just Fred is not gonna not gonna do it. We talk about it every week. He's terrible. I mean I hate to put it all in. Ole Ole loves him. Ole is relying on him in the midfield. He is, and I go back to what I said every single week we've done this is
0: why not try a four four three three with now that McTominay's healthy, put him in the middle next to Pogba and Fernandez, let them be a little bit more advanced, let him sit back as a six, and then put somebody out on the left wing who's not Pogba. I get he's not really a left winger, and he's just, you know, out there with more of a free-roaming role, which he should be, but at the same time he doesn't need to be taking up somebody like, you know, Sancho or, um, I'm trying to think who else, well, Rashford when he comes back, like those are your yeah. Those are your wingers out there, right? So yeah. he's going to need to come back into the middle. When is Ole going to try four four? Or sorry, four three three. Uh, the the four two three one with McTominay and Fred in there just doesn't work anymore. And the, he got found out again this time. I get that uh, Bruno missed that penalty, which he's usually automatic. He skyed that one. He That's tried to unbelievable to how, how how much he missed it. You got to
1: wonder what was going on in his head at that moment. Oh, my God.
0: I have to say, Emmy Martinez, he, he's done this for Argentina before, too. The best shit talker in terms of... Yeah, he psychs guys out, for sure. he I mean, I forget he, who Argentina is playing in a penalty shootout, but he was running his mouth the whole time. And I don't know if you saw during the United match, but when Bruno was lining up, he had to be held back because he was not only yelling at Bruno, but he was... Yelling at Ronaldo because he wanted Ronaldo <laughs> to take the pen. He's basically saying Bruno shouldn't be
1: taking the penalty. I'd re- I did read that. Uh, read about that event. That is uh, that is an awesome awesome line coming from the goalkeeper right there. It is, and
0: I I saw in a couple uh, fan cams for people. Yes, Ronaldo.
1: Sure that, the pe- people, <laughs> were,
0: uh, people were people uh, were doing a little dance behind. Behind the goal, uh, or uh, sorry, Emmy Martinez was right after uh, Bruno missed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, could we have gotten a point from that one? Sure, there were plenty of chances. Besides Bruno's penalty, he had another one in the, I think, the second minute. He skied a volley, uh, right, right in the six-yard box, almost or at least in the eighteen, um, way over the bar. So, United didn't have many chances, even though they had many shots. But all of those almost always came from played on the wing or balls over the top. Nothing ran through the midfield through McTominay or Fred, which tells you all you need to know because they got dominated.
1: Yeah, you would uh, you would like to see United uh, you know, probably beef up their midfield at some point. Um, yeah, I read something – and you think after all they went for their attackers they've gone for their defenders you got to think that that's going to be the next position that's going to be addressed yeah your goalkeepers over the last couple years so you have to figure that the midfield is going to be addressed either in the uh the january window if not next year then
0: It, it has to be i i saw an article
1: on espn
0: the other day where um I I guess the United board or the scouting department at least is not convinced that um, Declan Rice is worth a hundred million dollars, and they're trying to find um, non-English or, or non Premier League um, alternatives to him that might be a little bit cheaper because they don't. Yeah, think he's, not worth, hundred, he's their- not worth hundred. He's not worth hundred million. So yeah, I mean, I get it. He's not. Um, but at the same time, you need somebody of that type of quality to come in because that's the biggest toll. I mean if you look at you look at McGuire and Shaw being out now for the Villarreal clash on Wednesday um in the Champions League. And um they're sorry, I think it's on Tuesday. But at the same time, like that's that's something that we have depth at now, right? We can either put Dallow on the left, which again not great, or you have Telas, not great still come back from injury but with Maguire, you can put by there. you can put Lindelof there you'll probably see for start with Lindelof on on tuesday against villarreal yeah that
1: sounds that sounds about
0: right that's a that one right there is gonna be a must win for for olea i i think that the last two matches have been pretty bad i can't i can't remember the last time united lost two in a row i can't remember the last time that happened so um they're gonna need to get it right midweek this week and then another tough home game next week uh Another seven thirty AM Eastern match on Saturday morning against Everton, but Is that in, in,
1: in uh is that at Everton? Is that Goodison? There, no. no, that is at okay. Old Trafford. That's, okay, so that'll be that'll be big, uh big for them to get back in the Premier League at home. So
0: it that'll will. be a, that'll will. be
1: a good game that'll be a good game as well. Um, I think you know that Ronaldo's gotta be pretty disappointed with the way that he got <laughs> you know, that's that he, again you got to those games he's going to tolerate before he starts getting yeah i mean
0: he came in you know he beat newcastle 4-1 things were looking up but then right after that you have the match at young it's been a roller coaster so you're on a high against newcastle and then a low the the loss to young boys another high again away to west ham because lingard scored that goal and then down again with West Ham in the EFL Cup and then Villa at home. So, tough stretch ahead. You yeah. Know. You got you gotta Villarreal.
1: Even, uh, even with a few cups for the, the last couple of years, there, there hasn't been major consistency. It's been very up- – cannot find that, that, that mentality that keeps you guys going for a longer stretch of time. Very uh, – it's gonna have to be addressed for sure i think uh that's what you bring guys in like ronaldo and stuff in for and if he's frustrated and he's not getting service Woof! that's uh that's a recipe for disaster right there so i think uh you guys should take a look at your midfield and try and figure something out some kind of pep system and uh i think the 433 would probably be the way for you guys to go as well i mean you can just it's so easy to from there so it makes so much sense
0: especially with all the attacking talent now too and the last thing I'll say is, you know, we just talked about City going through a tough stretch here with, you know, mostly away matches in the month of October. You know, not all against tough opposition, but but some. United are entering a brutal stretch where you have Champions League matches like against Villarreal and Atalanta back to back, in between Premier League matches. Not only home to Everton, but at Leicester, at Spurs. Um, Games are coming thick and fast. Yeah, and then, you know, month of November starts with uh, Manchester Derby at Old Trafford, too. So, not an easy stretch for United, and I really hope that those Maguire and Shaw injuries are not serious because those are two guys we can't afford to miss, especially for a stretch like that.
1: Agreed. That's a, that's a huge – I mean, we, we were talking about it with City last week, how it was very concerning to have those guys out, the uh, Stones and the So it's a huge boost to have to lose one of those guys or two of your main guys that you count on being, you know, pretty consistent in McGuire and Shaw. I mean, they've been probably the most consistent producers on your team, consistent players on your team, maybe this year, at least definitely Luke Shaw. So, um, usually two of those guys too, but they just went through. Go ahead, you go. Yeah, that's no, it's, it's, it's a good issue for you guys. If they're out for too long, I would, I'd be, uh, I'd be a little bit concerned about yeah. Even, I mean, if, I, even if you'd have Lindelof in and I, guys are not consistent, I, Lindelof has had few consistent periods here and there by had a consistent period a while ago, but uh, well, tough, tough to count on those guys coming in.
0: Yeah. I mean, Hey, it, it could even be the Euros catching up with, with Sean McGuire. They played every minute of every match in the, at the Euros except for McGuire. He missed the first one, but then if, you look into the season too, they've played every minute this season. And then they both played um, all or at least two of the three England matches during the international break back in um, earlier this month. So they've been playing a lot and and it could just be those, those uh, games are catching up with them.
1: Yeah. um, Defense is just such, such a priority uh, for both of these teams. I I mean, I know that, you know, it, it, it all hinges, I think, a lot on that. We know City are going to have a good midfield, no matter what. We know City are going to be good attacking. Uh, we know that you guys are, and Fernandez in there that can be an attacking. You are going to have Ronaldo up front, so there's a lot of lot of strength there to look at. But if we if we have any issues with the defense, you know, it can go go south kind of quickly. Absolutely, absolutely. So
0: anyway, tough loss for United, especially at home not a great start to to the campaign again not awful no, I, I, I
1: I love it i love uh, i love how uh how that's gonna that's gonna really again this is really helpful. a lot of feathers in the in the united player you're saying <laughs> you might be talking to the other players saying you know what's going on here what's like what's what's up with this so i think uh there may be concern in the camp and again if if uh if Wednesday's not good, I think you're right. I think a lot of pressure is going to be starting to be applied to Ole, especially with everything he's been given. So, Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. We so shall before, see.
0: before
1: we get on, let's say Ole does not win. Let's say they draw or lose on uh, um, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, obviously, it depends on the manner they do. how long do you think uh, Ole has if, if, that's a, if that's a bad result? Obviously I think they'll let him play at Ever- Everton, but that could be uh could they be looking to get um, rid of him that early? I
0: don't think so yet. Where I think that they press the panic button if United do not make it out of their Champions League um, group. So even if okay. they lose on Wednesday. So you
1: think he's got so you think he's got what, about two months then to he's got to do with the team right now for that that stretch of the uh, Champions League?
0: I, I think so, yeah. I think that come November 6th we'll know a lot more about it. I don't think that no matter how you know poorly United play up until November 6th, I don't think that anything's going to be done. But those matches against Leicester, against Liverpool, against Tottenham, against City, and then the Champions League matches against Atalanta and Villarreal in between are going to be pretty telling and we'll know by the, the stretch to uh, four out of six matches played already probably what United's chances look like coming out of that group and if they don't look good I, you know they might be making a
1: change sooner or later look at you know City have you know Pep Chelsea have uh, Jurgen Klopp it's just you know he's around all these heavyweights and uh, it's just it's tough to he makes these decisions and they're not getting the results. The decisions don't look good. And to have Antonio Conti waiting in the wings, who can really, you know, probably make that deal, really, probably fit best with the players you have um, defensively. Uh, and he'll let the work up front. Um, I think Ole has to be concerned a lot. He is not living up to right now, to even though you guys are still third in the table.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's true. Or fourth or, true. Or
1: uh,
0: it's still early days. I you know, I, I just said before, not the best start to the season for United, but at the same time, they're they're still in fourth. They're only a point behind um, yep. Liverpool. And Liverpool have a tough stretch coming up too, starting with that home match against City. So we'll see how things go. And I think they'll start to solidify a little bit. In terms of that top four by the end of this this coming month of October.
1: Yeah, we got it. we have a this month a good Champions League month for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Yeah, um, are you good to move on to picks
0: and just to recap think, last week?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think um, I think we can. Let's do our picks. Let's also add uh, the champ the Champions League games in for this. Our yes, picks as well.
0: Um. So let's move. I like that idea. So we'll, uh, for the following week, we'll do um, Premier League for City and Premier League for um, United. Do you want to do picks for seven matches then in total, or do you only yeah, want yeah, to keep it let Let's do seven, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, sure. All
0: right. So let's recap last week first, because we have some talking points. Um, first off, Chelsea against City. I had 2-2. Two, two. You had 3-2. City ended up 1-0 to City. So you take That'll that point, you point from that one. Uh, excuse me. Um, United home to Villa. We both said United win. Villa took that one. So no points for either. Arsenal against Spurs. Arsenal actually won
1: yeah. yesterday
0: 3-1. Um, you, you picked took three to one.
1: took Tottenham. And,
0: uh, yeah, so that was one point for me. Yep. Now the big one for us was actually leads against West Ham because I picked a 1-1 draw, which it would have been, but for Mikel Antonio oh. winning the game for West Ham in the dying embers of injury time, which meant that the 2-1 pick that you made
1: gave uh, you five
0: points instead nice. of nice. Um, And obviously like we talked about, Brentford-Liverpool was a 3-3 draw. Neither of us got that one. So at the end of the day, you freaking plastered me six
1: points to one because of that five-pointer. That's so, big. That, Those five points are huge. Did we? Is that what you, we originally – Yeah, we said the right score has got to be worth it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yep. So that opens yeah. up a gap because we finished okay. last week where you were up 18-15. You have
1: widened that lead
0: to 24-16. Yeah, to 16. At, at,
1: first, at first I was thinking for a second today and I was wondering if I had actually went with Villa over I couldn't remember if I had actually taken that pick or if it was the West Ham game. So, um, yeah, that's pretty lucky, right there. Very, very much so. All right, all right. So, so, so I'm leading by what? You are leading.
0: So it's twenty-four to sixteen. You're up by eight points.
1: Okay, cool. So that's.
0: Um. All right. Let's jump into week seven. This will include Champions League picks too. So we'll we'll do United first, home to Everton in the premier league i'm going for a three to one united win what are you thinking for that one
1: i think it has a lot to do with uh champions league and this is what i think is going to happen i think you guys are going to have a bad champions league and i do think you're going to respond against uh against give me me back to
0: back give me united villarreal pick and then give me your everton pick at the
1: weekend then I'm going to give – I'm going to give Where – where is the Champions League? Is that away or is that Old Trafford? That's at Old Trafford. That's at Old Trafford. So you have that game at Old Trafford. So I think you're going to draw. I'll say that's going to be a two-to-two two draw with Villarreal at Old okay. Trafford. And then um, man, I'm going to give another two-two for the Everton United game. Wow, wow, wow. All right. Um, I'll give I, two draws to United over those
0: next two games. I'm I'm going three one against Everton. I'm going two two nothing to United against Villarreal. I think so that, you're giving that, two
1: wins. I'm giving two draws. We'll have uh, definitely some point differentials after this weekend. Oh, uh, big time!
0: We sure will. Yep. I I feel like the United the United match against Villarreal, especially, is a big revenge game for for that whole team, especially what happened. So you,
1: in the so UK, you think that's going to be a big? You, so you think like City. Looking ahead after the Southampton United are just going to look ahead and start to kind of element. Yep, I think so. I think that's
0: what's going to happen. So all right, well, we'll that's okay. we'll see. Um, now for City, I think that City. Uh, I think you're probably going to have the opposite of me again. I think City are going to lose at PSG two to one, and mm-hmm. I think they are going to draw at Liverpool two to two what do you think for the psg game and then the liverpool game
1: psg is going to be hard to go away i think we're going to feel good about it i think city are going to want to really make a stamp on it we beat psg last year uh i think that is going to be three to city right and then how about liverpool away full game. I think we're going to keep riding the wave. I think it's going to be 2-1 City at uh, at Anfield. Wow. So two big yeah. wins then. Yeah. I think, yeah. You uh, you have your team getting two wins, and I have my team getting two wins. Whew. We'll
0: see how things shake out. It's going to be a big yep. week. Um, yep. All right, what
1: are our th- th- games, but there are other three.
0: Yes. Yeah, so the other three, um, so the first one is Spurs at home to Let's call it a red hot Aston Villa team. I have Villa going to Tottenham and taking that one two to one. What do you think?
1: Uh, I think Tottenham will respond. I think that's a two. All right. Um,
0: Next one is Brighton hosting Arsenal. Brighton, four wins and one loss. Six
1: on the table, I believe, right?
0: Yeah, six on the table. They're 12
1: points, two behind
0: Liverpool. Um, what are you thinking for that one? Uh, Arsenal? Yes.
1: Yeah, they just got – they said they sold their center back to Arsenal. Uh, I still think uh, Brighton – I haven't actually gotten to see any Brighton games. I haven't even watched probably a minute of Brighton, actually. But I still think uh, – I don't think that win meant a whole lot for Arsenal. I'll give Brighton the 1-0 win. All right. I'm 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 going
0: with a 1-1 draw for that one. Always tough to go down to the South Coast. We'll see how that goes for Arsenal. And then last but not least, Chelsea home against Southampton, Southampton um, holding United, holding city. Um, What do you think is going to happen in that one?
1: Again, I think so much of this has to do with, you know, what happens midweek and everything. And if there are injuries or anything like that, but I think, uh, I think Chelsea will respond. I don't think that, uh, that Southampton will be able to hold them. I think Chelsea will pop back. I'm going to give it a two zero to South to Chelsea. All
0: right. It's going to be uh, it'll be an interesting one there. I I think that uh that Chelsea are going to respond. I'm going two nothing as well. Okay. Um. All right. Seven matches. Definitely going to be a big swing. I feel like the last six weeks we've had a lot of different scoreline predictions, but uh, not a lot of uh, differences in the actual results and. Correct, this time yeah. around uh, it's going to be make or break at least for me um
1: yeah. well we still have a lot of time left and if you hit on a couple of random scores flip totally around so that's true hey i think that i think this is a longer yeah uh, than the uh than the premier league so i think uh, you know what i mean really is going to come down to a long time things could switch up very close at the end of the year so who knows? Very true. Very true. Yeah. Any other um, uh, topics that you want to talk about? The the
0: only other topic that I wanted to talk about um, was back to the World Cup-related saga that we've been okay. talking about with the World Cup potentially happening every two years. Um, and the latest one no surprise. The latest news on this one is coming out of UEFA. Um, They want to have a, you know, FIFA, they are calling on FIFA, I should say to have um, uh, a meeting of all member nations. Yes. They want to have a meeting of all member nations to discuss this. Um, And they're accusing FIFA of trying to to railroad it um, through and calling it destructive, which, Again, we talked about this before a little bit. I I'm not a fan of this. I, I don't want to see a World Cup every 2 years even though I I love the World Cup. I don't want to I don't want to tarnish it. It's it's a hard thing to wait for, for for 4 years, but I feel like that makes it that much more special in in a world of instant gratification, I don't think playing to you know, FIFA and it's, you know, greedy money-grubbing owners or or uh, leadership is is a good way to go here
1: yeah it's uh it's obviously we talked about it um not going to worry too much about it right now until we hear what uh what what the rest of the member nations have to say and i don't think any of them are going to be very happy about it so uh, the mendy situation i don't even need to get into this one it's just it's on the back burner we need more information before we can even thing on uh what we think about what's going to happen yes yes but any yeah, other normally. topics from you uh just that i did download edition and at mid start playing fully but i did download the 10-hour trial and i How got a little gameplay play in and it's definitely i haven't played 2018 maybe i played some 2019 uh but it is definitely different i mean i i like to play board very fast slower uh, more possession based you can still do a lot of one touch passes but you definitely use a lot more strategy you definitely uh need to work on your player positioning in the in the set and everything like that and and what you want the roles of each player to be obviously you know that was standard before but i feel like now it's even gotten more drawn out with uh you know i obviously the the width the width of the uh the wingers and everything. And I would just say overall gameplay seemed like really realistic. And it's not like before where you could almost like any chance, like if you put power through a pass, they could turn their bodies some way and, and make the pass really strong or whatever. If you're not lined up to do a shot or to do a pass, it's, it's really good. The AI has worked really good at making it. So it's realistic without, uh, if, if you're not in a good position to do something, or if you don't have the momentum to do something, so I, I think it's been really fun to play. Played with City a bunch, of SG once, um, and I look forward to playing a whole bunch of uh, games. Hopefully, we can stream them. But it's definitely a new challenge, and I think uh, I think it's fun to learn how to how to deal with a different style than what I played before on uh, you know FIFA of of uh, past years. Yeah, I um, in this last version
0: in in FIFA twenty one. I actually have become partial to the four-two-three-one, which I was just, you know, before giving Ole crap about not switching away from, coincidentally. Um, <laughs> but I, over the years, still play the same way. I, I love having a really good striker up top, somebody who's big, strong, tall, can shoot well. Premier League team usually, so I usually pick um, either Lukaku or Aubameyang. I like Aubameyang because he's tall. He's got pace. Um, But it'll be interesting this year because obviously United have Ronaldo, but in Ultimate Team, he's going to cost a fortune like he does every year. So I might try and find a a speedier, less expensive option. And then I like having pacey wingers too. I I obviously concede a lot of goals, but I like that 4-2-3-1 formation. But um, it's interesting you said that it's much slower because I think we talked about in an early earlier version of this podcast that they changed the engine away from the frostbite one to something new so if right. you haven't played since 2018 or 2019 that still would have been that frostbite engine um i actually while we're talking right now am downloading my pre-order in the background right now there so we i'm go. gonna be curious nice. to see how how slow uh, sl- how much slower it is on this new version since they worked it's out def- the engine
1: Definitely noticeable, um, at least for me anyway. I could definitely notice how it was slowed down. You definitely have less fast breaks, but just the it seems like the computer intelligence uh, is, is even better. I, I don't know if they've been in the last couple of years, but now there's a little uh, kind of a uh, over your secondary player that you would switch your defensive player to. So you kind of know exactly who it's going to switch to now i don't know if that was the case beforehand but you can see who you would be switching defensively which player you'd be uh, switching to is that the case in the old ones yes yes okay Uh, but only yeah only the last like year or two
0: though
1: okay yeah I, i do like that feature um i like how offside they blow the whistle there's no waiting um yeah like in real life yeah it's, it's it's uh yeah yeah it's just uh it's it's fun to get onto ultimate team and i'm actually looking forward to really playing it out and creating a custom player and uh, i started doing that the last time i played i think in 2017 i had a pretty good costume i was working on i played less uh ultimate team uh but i look forward to checking out all, all the all the modes that we can find on there and uh definitely playing some online games united versus city
0: um i'm really excited
1: i can't wait um i also uh
0: i i did you do the uh the ultimate um version for pre-order yep
1: yeah you have to um, if you wanted to play it uh, tomorrow
0: i uh i'm just wondering because i i know that they give you um they're doing something called um legends this year too in addition to the usual icons so um i think that they're a group of um recently retired or within the last 10 15 years retired um players like ole is actually uh, a legend now uh but i like the doing legends and icons so i think you get a legend um well so with your order too
1: last time so icons were not even a thing the last time i was playing so that's that's kind of a new not a new feature but i didn't even know anything about icons i knew they had the legends but um that's interesting
0: yeah like the you know icons are like your um uh, Pele's, your Ronaldinho's, your you know Luis Figo's, those gotcha. guys. So I'm I'm glad so they that, kept so, them.
1: Like you said, haven't been around uh, that have been.
0: Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I can't wait. Um, I actually happen to have. Um, this Monday off from work. So if you're around during the day, I don't really have any other plans except for checking it out. So if you happen to have some slow time off court, you let me know.
1: Uh, yeah, Monday is going to be tough. Monday night for sure. Tomorrow night. No, no, no. Fr- Friday.
0: Friday, oh, fr- Friday.
1: I thought you said Monday. Yeah, we'll definitely get some games in for sure. I'm excited. It, you know, I'm
0: not really excited for the the cooler weather up here in the Northeast, but usually
1: that means FIFA time. FIFA time. That's right. We were just talking about the nostalgia of going back and uh waiting for midnight to get those discs a little bit for COD and for FIFA. Oh man. Bring I it know. back. I know. It's tough. It's tough to see.
0: Uh I know there's been a bunch of hubbub about GameStop in terms of the stock market the past couple of months, but um a dying business, the the in person video game purchasing experience. Yeah, no
1: one's no one have any it's crazy how you don't even need that anymore. They, they, you don't even need it for basically hardware. I mean, you get your hardware shipped in all the yes. time too. You don't even go, bother going to the store anymore. I mean, it's just we've gotten so service, service oriented. We get our stuff like that, and it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful.
0: Yes, very very exciting. Yeah. But
1: other than that, that's about it for me. Any final thoughts? Um, I do think uh, that that it was big 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 match for city a uh, really really good test and uh i think i think our players are going to be really really hopped up in a city really next couple months and i think it's going to start off with uh a couple i predicted
0: it wouldn't surprise me even though my picks say otherwise <laughs> all right sir <laughs>
1: Uh, we'll call it on that um i think uh i don't think there's much else going on we'll do uh we'll do a uh, a cast next week what time is city playing did you know
0: um, next weekend yeah i have it up right here um so next week uh, we talked about United playing 7.30 a.m. first thing Saturday morning. Yep. City play the late game on Sunday, 11.30 Eastern.
1: Looking at another Sunday afternoon podcast. Very good.
0: Yes. Yeah, no No Monday games uh, this match week for either team. So
1: good news there. Okay. But okay, well, let's good. talk
0: about Premier League and Champions League results.
1: Awesome, man. Well, that is uh... – a. That's a quick – I think that's a quick addition of Manchester is purple right there. I think the blue half wins this week. Uh, Blue half is up in both cases of score predictions and (laughs) in the actual table. So, it's a a good week right now. Starting to turn the – you guys love it. Yes, yes. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. All right, everyone, take it easy. We'll catch you next time. Manchester is purple. We are out. Peace.